0: Good morning. So I, this is random, not necessarily where we usually go, but I, I happened to see some chatter yesterday that was uh, kind of obviously poking a little fun at uh, Facebook's new logo. And I, I actually thought this was all joke until I found out it was real. But apparently Facebook renamed itself to uh, Meta and is or is planning to do that. Um, I am rarely, if ever, on Facebook anymore. So I feel a little removed, but, uh, yeah, did, did, it's interesting as we, we talk about social media and I'm curious, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, there are, there are, there are probably implications to the name change that I'm not we're aware
1: of, but have you heard of this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The new logo is a take on the infinity. Symbol. I did see that.
0: Yeah. Um, wow. That, you know, it's, it's, uh, as we talk about Facebook and social media and some of those things, the fact that Facebook's logos is, is becoming infinity um is is pretty wild. I was actually thinking recently, man, I wonder I wonder if we are getting close to that spot where things like Facebook will, will die. Enough people will realize the dangers of those that that we have hope of social media going away. And this was almost the complete opposite of that. a reiteration of nope, the world is still doomed. <laughs> yeah well, yeah that's wild
1: and i love how um in the world we're in today it's not good enough to do um, just do the standard infinity symbol they probably hired some branding company for a million dollars to come up with a slight slight uh, take on it and uh, with the color variation if you notice know mm-hmm. carefully in the blue, and i go well there's a million dollars of peed down the drain <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah we're going to talk about that because um uh there's, there's a lot behind this that, again, we're doing these podcasts for uh, Christians to become more like the Sons of Issachar, that you understand the times, so you know what ought to be done. And the again, the, um, we uh, are not anti-technology. Love the fact that this morning... We've created this thing called conditioned air that's conditioned it with some heat. Very happy about that. Very happy about technologies that straighten out teeth. Technologies that brush the teeth, so on and so forth. So if we can get clear of that. Mm. Well said. It's, the, it's called the judicious or the wise or the shrewd seeing through something to go, the for the benefits it might bring we have to start with but what ought technology what what ought to be the proper use of it or put it another way technology used to be part a branch of moral philosophy <laughs> well my my yeah. <laughs> well it comes from the idea of uh, also chairs it's, a, it's in the same uh universe of uh, technique so we're not going to go down this rabbit hole but what technologies allow or you can see this actually if our bodies tell god's story especially our sexuality is male and female look what technologies are doing to obliterate that mm. yeah that's quite evident And also look at our technologies I've done to introduce technique. So technique is becoming the key in uh, many sex counselors and uh, of which apparently there's almost a limitless variety. Again, the problem is you can't really Google search these because then next thing you know, you're getting all this stuff come over. (laughs) You're not seeing ads for sex counselors everywhere. I bought I bought the pens as a prank. I bought a prank many years ago for a friend, you know, as he dealt diapers and golly Moses, this stuff's kinda at me right and left. Like I've got like I can't hold my bladder. I'm thinking it was for a friend. It was a joke. Get away from me. Uh uh so yeah, this the uh it is the unbound unbounded embrace of technology and so we but we want to get clear for listeners uh, you know uh, yeah i had a friend set up a facebook page gosh probably 15 x amount of years ago 20 i, I, I yet yeah, i visited she took me to it one time she said here this is lovely i said well thank you and that's the last i ever saw it um <laughs> Now you know I'm going to be you know I'm a fruitcake maybe I'm weird or something but I just viscerally something happens inside of me when I approached. I said, "This is just not. This is not helpful. This is not what it means to be human." And I will say, if if you if you chunk this whole podcast, um, at least look at the uh, look at Zuckerberg last week at his press conference and what he's wearing the big. Virtual reality thing. <clears throat> and ask yourself, does that look human? Just look at it and go. That's where we're. That's where we're heading. So here we go. So, what'd you hear about Meta? Not much. I just
0: saw some some joking on it. I know it touches to the if, if Infinity logo, um, but that's all about all I know. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, it's all this part of the, uh, what we call the Metaverse. I think I wrote something about two weeks ago on that. Yeah, sh- shameless uh, promotion of, for our, my blog. Um, but Metaverse comes out of, actually, there was some uh, term coin probably 34 years ago and some books that came out, uh, some good fiction on this to try to talk about when we're all subsumed inside of Metaverse. That's actually, again, what uh, The Matrix was trying to get after. But let me go to one part of something that uh, Zuckerberg said. <clears throat> so at least let's peel away at that. noticing listeners listeners, Pat and I aren't going to make any uh, apologies anymore for our doing this early in the morning when there's allergy season here in Maryland. And so uh, we cough every once in a while. It's this dead lame oak pollen, hmm. at least for me. <laughs>
0: Yeah, this is not my most uh, prime yeah. time of year. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: Oh, you know, we love the fall. Um, so here we go. So this was yesterday, tonight, this is Friday morning, this was Thursday. And Zuckerberg went, you know, again, talked about Facebook tracing its company's origins to when he was a student at Harvard. And the student directory featured faces of, And of course, as you well know, it's well known today in folklore as Facebook was begun for help these male students find females. And um, so it's gone a little further than that. But here's what he said Thursday. I used to love studying classics. And the word meta comes from the Greek word meaning beyond. Well, so far, so good. Very good. Quote, for me, it symbolizes that there is always more to build. End quote. that's a remarkably <laughs> novel view of beyond
0: so i'm i'm not familiar with meta in, in the context of classics um but but i i do know beyond is uh yeah i mean i would just i would never connect that to there's always more to build especially someone who's involved in tech and in the engineering world i mean yeah it it does feel like even if that's the public message, there's no way you're pitching that to investors. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> that's not your billion-dollar vision to the company. Now, now, granted, maybe maybe they're at a point. Obviously, like they don't need investors anymore. But but even your board is not going to get super excited about that. So there's there's something fishy about that. But what is the um, help me understand Meta? Yeah, what is the the actual yeah. background to that?
1: Well, for example, we heard of the metaphysical. Right, right. The idea there's something beyond the physical universe. Yeah. Max- and, and because it's beyond, and the physical universe is bounded, so to say, this is this is beyond in terms of uh, in, it's infinite. Um, mm-hmm. It permeates everything. and It's what Ian e. McGilchrist, uh, who he describes in his book, The Master and His Emissary, as the other, capitalized other. Ah, uh, there must be this other a being in the universe that saturates the universe and 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 vibrates through the universe and so on and so forth. So, uh, back to your point. By the way, I'm not sure when you say investors, blah blah blah. Bank of America, on the, in an investor note on Tuesday, called the metaverse a compelling concept that has a reasonable chance of mass market adoption with Facebook's strong backing. So they actually think, uh, well, I think mean, there are a lot of people going to invest in this. And the stock seems to be doing particularly well, if that's what really matters in life, is to have your stock doing particularly well. Um, so actually, I think it does sell. Uh, it sells for one reason. If you've been reading about the ad revenues for Facebook this past year.
0: That I definitely have not been.
1: I think when I read, they were up 40%.
0: Wow. I mean, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess COVID life, but wow, that is wild.
1: Not wild when you, yeah, when you consider, first of all, we're uh, buying more and more online. So we're doing more and more searches for, I mean, we're getting ready to do a closet. So we're looking for something that just can be come in a box and be a kit and we can build out a closet. Um, that, that's versus going to a brick-and-mortar store, and uh, so you're, gonna, you're going to go to certain platforms. Again, what we have to start with is, given all the fancy language about whatever it is they want to do, Facebook primarily is a, is a is business model is selling advertising.
0: Right. Period. Which isn't, yeah. I mean, and you can go to Tristan Harris for some of his insight. I, I would right. even say more: they're selling your attention, attention space.
1: Yeah, which is <laughs> that's yeah, right. <clears throat> that's the scary part. And um, now, where I, where I want to just uh, um, evoke a little in what you just said there, uh, it, sh- it shouldn't be scary for Christians. It should be sobering. Mm. Hmm. what's the difference well one obviously is, is a little bit more
0: towards fear i think the the sobering is uh more of maybe an awakening or a resetting um
1: yeah i think so i think i think that's the the difference pat is um so, uh, so I'm just gonna I'm going to toss this out, and again, if you don't like it, here's a nice thing about a podcast: you can just turn it off and say those guys are nuts. Um, <laughs> I'm like, we can't shy away the, the last remaining listener. Nah, that's right. Well, I, was, I actually um, had some good news. We told I told you, didn't I? Uh, that I went golfing recently, and two people said they listened to our podcast. So we actually listeners we doubled our numbers this past year from two to four about so, to
0: have them again <laughs> yes
1: yeah, so I, I was so i was really really good to these guys and the nine holes we played i didn't want to upset them i didn't want us to go back to two um uh, so where were we <laughs>
0: talking about sobering of yes yeah, sobering
1: yes sobering uh yep yeah. yeah, uh, yeah, we're not to be people of fear In fact, perfect love casts out fear. We're not to be fearful people. We are in the respect of fear of the Lord. That's different. That's a reverential awe that goes, uh, don't touch that. Or be wise here. And um, I think wisdom is in short supply. I think, uh, again, I remember 100 years ago, read The Four Quartets. Read T.S. Eliot. Where is the wisdom we have lost in information? Pre-internet, ladies and gentlemen, where is the wisdom we have lost in the information? You have these prophets and poets who can look down the long line of history and go, beginning with Gutenberg, but the rise of print and then the rise of <clears throat> media and now social media. They could begin to see the human brain, as I'm quoting Tristan Harris now, hasn't evolved in a million years. But what has evolved is this tsunami of information. that it's That basically the message is, you can't afford to miss this. You can't afford. You must be in the know. So I find it ironic that we are more... Quote, in touch than ever and we're more out of touch frankly than ever and this is uh i see this in this um what uh, zuckerberg said here so here let me go back again and then let's talk about meta <clears throat> so the word does mean beyond and uh so before the enlightenment when all the world everyone in the world whether christian now whether they that conscious of it or not had an unconscious assumption there is there's is something beyond just flesh and blood and brick and mortar there's something and it's here and it's there and it's infinite and it's not to be trifled with could be zeus thor could be yahweh God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, but it is the idea that you have no gods before this God. That is, it is a harrowing notion to imagine going off on your own path. That didn't mean that people didn't do it, but Charles Taylor does make, a I think, a, a sound point in his book, A Secular Age* is that prior to the enlightenment the notion of there being an atheist was rare if not impossible to actually say even though i'm finite i can look into the beyond and see into infinity and there's no god yeah uh, it even goes into
0: c.s lewis (laughs) i think his his point in the book the discarded image was you know when you looked up you saw the beyond before we understood what the stars were. That's right. And sure listeners. Now we can, we can say, Oh yeah, that, well, we know what that is now. But Lewis's point was, As believers, we don't we don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. So even though we know what the stars are, before they at least by default, we naturally assumed there was beyond. Whereas today we don't naturally assume that. And so even though we know what the stars are, it doesn't mean we should also assume we know what's in the beyond. And that was simply the the frame of mind. I think superstition is another good one where the default was to believe that there was something beyond the physical all around us. It's why you know, we, we had sacred objects and sacred rituals. You still see that in other areas of the world where there are these, um, there's this belief that there, there are spirits and they are doing things to us. And again, as a Christian, we understand, well, yeah, some of those things aren't real, but we also have to wrestle with attention that clearly biblically there is an element to which spirits, demons is real. So let's not throw out the baby with the bathwater we don't necessarily have these enchanted objects anymore, but there's something beyond that those objects used to point us to in our understanding that no longer have effect. And I think that was, again, just that image, particularly of the stars, the heavens above, that that was the default. And, mm-hmm. uh, and that was helpful for me. That's immediately what I think all the time is it's it would be crazy not to assume there was something else out there. So even though it was... Pointed at the wrong thing it was still correct in the belief that there's something else there
1: for listeners you ought to take that to the bank well <laughs> so i mean and i'm serious so if you read no other chapter in the discarded image by c.s lewis read the chapter on the heavens plural so these were these are all there are givens from antiquity until roughly 500 years ago when the image begins to be discarded with the Western rational enlightenment. It was irrational to assume all these things. Another good book on this, if uh, any of you are interested, it's by Louis Menand, M-E-N-A-N-D. He's up at Harvard. His book, The Metaphysical Club. That's an outstanding book. And, um, so he will trace um, in the uh, second half of the 19th century a network, an overlapping network of influentials who felt there is no such thing as the metaphysical. It's a mocking term. And so they introduced the notion, um, Aldous Huxley, I mean, uh, John Huxley rather, uh, introduced it, uh, Johns Hopkins, matter of fact, that uh, the idea of there being such a thing as an agnostic remember no atheists in the enchanted background An agnostic is someone says well science and technology are fact and everything else is faith and faith does not deal with reality it doesn't deal with truth it's just simply your opinion and um, so the metaphysical club really gave us america as we have it today where beliefs are not necessarily tied to reality, but let's just tolerate everyone's belief. Everyone has a right to their own belief. And uh, so there's, uh, you can read all about the influentials and, and uh, how they set out to reshape America. So it's fascinating that it only goes so far because these do tend to overplay their hand. And so you have now people saying, I think there is something meta. But the meta, first of all, for religious nuns is uh, however you want to self define spirituality. The meta for Zuckerberg is technological. Now, let me suggest to you a better way to understand meta. <clears throat> and again, listen, we, we, I really hadn't prepared these thoughts prior to um, this podcast. So these are all wet cement. Let me throw them out to you. So if you go back to Genesis, and you do have this meta being, in the beginning, Elohim. Mysterious. Name denoting plurality, majesty, uh, royalty rather, um, or both, or one, or doesn't tell you. Create the heavens and the earth. And as you go through the whole account, the first thing you notice is ultimately, there are boundaries. Do not eat of that fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. So first of all, meta uh, is not symbolizing there's always more to build it can symbolize that there can be more that can be done but there are also boundaries second meta infers that we are finite and we have finite capacities even though made in the image of god it is god who is infinite we were created a certain point in time and actually when heavenly bodies and fleshly bodies and bodies of animals and birds plant life and then finally human life were created and because of those bodies that we're bound in these bodies so we don't have an inca- infinite capacity to say uh, be on facebook all day or be in a metaverse we, we can't be human it's, it goes beyond our capacities we actually Create a whole slew of uh, illnesses and anxieties, and we're seeing that happening. Third, meta uh, eventually gave rise to the idea amongst the mystics in the Christian tradition that we uh, that it is it is the meta is in the cloud of unknowing, and God is the cloud of unknowing. And by that, it means that if uh, we are not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, that means we're to be unknowing. Now, you might say, unknowing? We're not supposed to know about good? No, it doesn't say that. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil, in the same garden where you have the tree of life, the fruit is of such a characteristic, a quality, a, its essence, is it, it it seals you. But the problem is the knowledge of good, because God is good, for finite beings would uh, cause them to explode. They, they simply couldn't handle They would simply fly apart. It's, it's too much. In eternity... When we are known fully, we shall then know fully. But to know goodness now is beyond human capacity in that regard. So we know goodness, but not full goodness. And we're not to know evil, which is because evil was cast to the earth after the Great War. And uh, so we can we can know about it. We can understand death because Adam and Eve had, tilled the ground, they had worked the garden. And so they understood seasons and death and and yanking the yam out of the ground kills it, but it restores, renews life. So that would have been not unfamiliar, but the kind of familiarity is not to be experienced by finite human beings. So that's, meta. also infers there's this cloud of unknowing That just comes with trust It's a trust like this during the day, you might be out in the path about Pat. If I were to say, where's your wife at this very moment, you would say, I don't know. Right. And you're not losing any sleep over it. Finally, Meta.
0: just to be clear, I think I know where she is. It's not like my wife has disappeared. (laughs) That's right. So you
1: can imagine where she is, but you can't imagine all the details. So see, there's a, there's a, it sits in a cloud of unknowing that just comes with trust. Yeah, you know, is she holding a fork right now? You go, Mike. I have a general sense, but no. <laughs> what? Why would that matter? And then finally, I think the fourth is it denotes less is more. And uh, uh, Zuckerberg's odd. He's he's picking up on this. Uh, Peter Drucker said the 20th century was bigger is better. There's always more. And we see that, frankly, in the explosion of the uh, mega church movement. I, I've often asked some pastors, I was a pastor for eight years, so I'm not, I'm not critiquing, but I say, uh, I would often ask the ones of churches that are getting quite large, when is when is it large enough? And invariably would hear, um, I don't know, I mean, this is, God's moving, this, this is the kingdom, this is the blah, 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 blah. So, gosh, I, I've known friends who work the church, they're, Thirty thousand people on the rolls, and literally, uh, told me once about church. They have designated uh, zip code. You sit in a certain zip code, so you perhaps had the chance to meet someone, a neighbor, because you you've been going to this church, and you didn't even know these people live near you. So that, they put them in zip codes. Does no one ever say, "Is this, is this healthy?" Is this good? Does this produce wise, loving people? Maybe it does, but it seems odd to me. So the meta um, implies modus, finitude, cloud of unknowing, and less is more. So it doesn't symbolize there's always more to build. It ought to symbolize, in fact, Maybe there's a wise use to this technology, but where are the, where are the boundaries here? Second, how much information can the human brain actually meaningfully assimilate? Tristan Harris has taken that on. Third, when, when we talk about the meta, do we understand that we enter a cloud of unknowing? And this ultimately all of life becomes a confidence. You're talking about meta, that you would need something even beyond this so called meta who created it all. Unless you're going to go the biology route, it's all biological. And then finally, uh, less is more is, um, as the old song put it, sometimes the thinner slice is actually more enjoyable. That um, is there a place where the, a smaller, more judicious use of technology would actually be beneficial? So let me, uh, questions on that, I'm going to throw out something even crazier. So meta <sighs> meant something very different than how Zucker is using it. I actually think CSOs were were a metaverse here and read this and and shuddered. But I know very few Christians who do.
0: Well, I mean, just what came to mind for me, and and I was uh, looking up an article just about metaverse, trying to better understand. And uh, yeah, it, it very much resonates with I don't know if you've heard of or read Ready Player One, but that's yeah. a novel that's all about the VR world. And uh, I remember reading that, um, and it was it was a it, you maybe so brings the right word for that as I read it because on the one hand it's it's fun, it's fascinating, it's you know wow what what are the possibilities? On the other hand, it was like wow are we really is this really where we're going? Where we escape the physical for the virtual, you know, and and, and just seeing the pretty, uh, pretty detrimental um, ways. Even that book calls out just the detrimental effects of virtual reality on society, and and that's not necessarily like exactly where Facebook's going, but it is in that direction of the the combination of the virtual and the physical, and um, yeah, it's uh, the sobering piece is is really good. It's just, it's, it's kind of fascinating to think that maybe pieces of that are becoming more realistic and more likely.
1: Yeah. And I find, by the way, when you, when you have a monopoly, like Facebook, then a lot of the justification, and there's something to it again, but they'll say, well, you know, it's it's how we were able to connect with the Hispanic community. So we could tell them about the pop-up pantry this Saturday or X, Y, Z. And I get that. Um, but, but you hear how we're, we are we are um, justifying its use by the uh, instrumental use of the technology without understanding the intrinsic nature of it. Yeah. And again, even then, Pat, I fear that, uh, us even saying that, that there's X amount of people, and I'm particularly you know, grieved by Christians, who just go, I, I don't get what that means. And that's exactly what Nicholas Carr is pointing out the Internet Shallows Neural Pathways. So you go, uh, uh, yeah, instrument, uh, yeah, right, okay, yeah, back to your phone. <laughs> yeah, I find it, so last week when uh, Zuckerberg, um I'm sure he means well, listener I, you know, like if I saw him today, I'd say, let's go grab a beer, let's talk. Um, but he said um, in first introducing Metaverse last week, He said, quote, all in all, I think we've negotiated the trade-offs pretty well. He was was asked about all that we're seeing happen in the minds of especially young people, which they, you Mm. know, here in this article, he says, we're targeting young people. And he goes, we think we've negotiated the trade-offs pretty well. Really? Wow, yeah. Really? Then you watch, listeners. You watch um, the social dilemma, and you watch how Pat. I think, if not a hundred percent, almost everybody on in this documentary has their kids not on these technologies. Yeah. But they created them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You are you are correct. It's I don't know if it's exactly everyone, but but it was a an eye opening amount. And I, I, I hate to get on a soapbox on <laughs> when we have these ahead, conversations man. sometimes, but I just you know two things come to mind that were uh, are, are, yeah maybe maybe it Right, I don't know, but uh, I'll, I'll I'll share this. I was sitting with a group of believers, and uh, we were all talking about uh, just things that draw our attention or that we we use our free time to do these days, and you know thinking back even the the previous week what do we what do we put our time into and one by one we go around the group and almost everyone says uh just scrolling on my phone scrolling on my phone and um i remember thinking wow we just we just all said that like it was nothing mm-hmm. and that was kind of the end and i i I said, well, just just hold on one second. Uh, it, it's a little extreme, but if we were to all go around and say, what do we do in our free time this week? And every single one of the group said, oh, I shot up heroin. All of us as believers would be like, hmm, <laughs> there's something a little off here. But when we understand addiction, if you, if you understand dopamine a little bit, there are, there are plenty of resources to find information on that. Uh, it's fascinating. The social dilemma being one it's fascinating the addictive nature of this technology as i think tristan harris even said it's like it's like you have a hammer and every time you use it you get you get addicted to it and and so when we view oh yeah social media is just a tool it it can be but we have to be very careful and that's even my kids like i i had someone say oh yeah you know but the the iPad time can be really good because uh, they have really good games on there that that uh, are learning and this and that. Maybe that's true, but what are we training our kids to use for that learning other than this incredibly addictive tool? And that's what that's what, uh, goes through my head is wow. As believers, are we are we just missing it here? Are we completely neglecting the the danger that is this technology? And I'm in tech. I I get it, but, but wow, there is, there is something here that I think is totally being cast over us that we are not mindful of. And this is yeah. a millennial talking, not the boomer on the other end of the mic. <laughs> so I, I, I just think there's so much wisdom to be gained in listening to words like what you're sharing, because there, there is a set. It's not just the older generation of those out of touch. There is a set of people very, heavily involved in the tech world who have sensed something is awry and are doing something radically different than what everyone else, you know, is. And if you want, you know, there's room to be exceptional moving forward, especially as a believer. And therefore, if you want to be exceptional, you must be the exception. You must take the Mm. path less traveled and it's, it's hard to do that. But my, my, are we missing something completely in front of us? I'm I'm really, I, I believe we are.
1: I'm glad I got up this morning.
0: Off my soapbox. Sorry. It's just, that's no, something no, that's no. really hit my heart hard okay. and I see it all around and I'm going to be raising my kids in that. Uh, I'm going to have to face the dilemma of raising my kids in a world where they may be socially out of touch because they're not using these tools. And I don't want to, I hope they desire to not use these tools and see them as what they are. I, I hope that's the case. I don't want to be the authoritarian parent, but I am facing the reality, which is just so unfortunate. There's a, there's a strong probability. My kids are going to be socially, uh, uh are going to struggle in that arena because I, I just hope they're not going to be want to, want to be on these platforms. And I'm hoping there are other parents out there like myself who are seeing that and going, yeah, that's actually, no, your kids won't be alone. They'll be able to play with our kids because we're not going to be uh, in, enabling that in our house too. We're not going to be uh, encouraging that and evangelizing the use of this technologies in our house. But right now it feels like we may be the only household on the block that
1: is embracing that. Man, oh man, uh, two things you get to take to the bank with pets. Uh, first, uh, that wasn't a soapbox, by the way. That was a heartfelt parent recognizing that um, okay, these, these are challenges. So let's close with this. I have a, I have a suggestion for us. Um, you know, Christopher West, I'm very drawn to his work, uh, Theology of the Body, and especially his most recent book, Our Bodies Tell God's Story. His point is uh, that, uh, much like C.S. Lewis said in *The Weight of Glory*, is that you got to go, you got to go beyond what you're seeing today about the human body and uh, sex and gender and all that stuff. You got to, you got to see all the way through it to the essence. And uh, Christians aren't particularly good at that. And I think you have to see through. And go beyond so his point is our desires they're, they're bent so straighten them out and go shoot for the moon and if you understand that I mean, you have to have context in what i'm saying here but the fact of the matter is uh the classic evangelical you know true love weights and so on and so forth have been d- disastrous failures because we basically said put the lid on the pot even though the heat is being turned up every year as they grow up rather help them understand here's what happens in cooking. Here's what happens with this. Here's why we don't put a lid on the puppet. We're careful. And so, yes, of course the you're, you feeling the heat rise. Let me tell you the good thing come out of that. No, paint a superior picture. I'm fascinated because we're doing a pilot course right now. so people were, we're having them draw the images that would have been consistent with the enchanted background in the whole creation story. And it'd be fascinating to see um, maybe we'll do some work on this but meta denoting beyond but that infers boundaries finitude cloud of unknowing less is more here's a fascinating thing who is the most crafty being ever created
0: Uh, i believe you're referring to satan
1: yes it's not, don't pass that by, especially you attention deficit types. Crafty, his power and craft are great and armed with cruel hate. On earth there is no equal, Martin Luther, referring to Lucifer. And so take boundaries, finitude, cloud of unknowing, less is more. Read Paralandra, watch the steady, relentless, but soft, wearing down of the Green Lady, the attempt by Lucifer inhabiting Weston's body, boundaries. Actually, Lucifer tempts Eve in the garden that that boundary would actually be good for you. You would learn things. Finitude? No, you would actually learn Real good. You would be like God. Cloud of unknowing. So you're going to know what only God can know. Less is more. No more is more. There's always more to build. Now, I am not saying if you're this dualistic thinker. So Mike Mesker said, Mark Zuckerberg is Lucifer. is controlled by lucifer (laughs) the antichrist there you go oh dear (laughs) one word answer to that no i am saying this peter gives one of the most holy affirmations of you are the christ the son of the living god and all the heavens rejoice when he said that and not 30 seconds later he says something and Jesus wheels and looks at him and says get behind me Satan. We do not inhabit the enchanted background anymore as porous beings, that the wiles of the evil one, of which we are to pray keep us from the evil one, the Lord's Prayer, They were are even cognizant of it anymore, that they walk through all of us, all the time, unknowingly. So now, I am not equating Mark Zuckerberg's statement, Mark Zuckerberg, but I am equating the statement with eerily similar to how the serpent duped Eve. If you live recognizing the enchanted background you see all this and so you read about meta, and you do feel somewhat the chill and the challenge but if you don't you don't even think about this because the problem is with your news feed you're on the next thing the next thing and the next thing the next thing and when someone mentions a metta you go oh that was 44 pages ago of stuff I've looked through yeah um, yeah, what did he say Uh, yeah uh, yeah uh, there's always more to build Yeah, yeah I guess so that's probably true wow so you're in an echo of an ancient fall and you find yourself going yeah whatever I think with our children and their children paint a wider bigger more enchanting picture of what's happening in reality it would take a couple years to recover it but it can be done so when you read an article like this you go holy smokes i've read this before it doesn't necessarily mean XYZ, it does mean this is not humane. This does not take in human finitude, boundaries, the cloud of unknowing. Less is more.